Well, hello there. Welcome to this special daily series of Right Now at the Writer's Colony. I'm Chad Gurley, Colony Coordinator at the Writer's Colony at Dairy Hollow in the historic arts village of Eureka Springs, Arkansas. And I'm honored to host this podcast featuring writers, authors, poets, and artists from our community and across the nation. During this monumental time, the Writers' Colony at Dairy Hollow believes it's important to give voice to the writing community, to hear their thoughts and guidance, words of hope about this pandemic that we are all experiencing in different and unique ways. So again, welcome to Right Now at the Writers' Colony podcast. Let's see who we can get on the line. This call is being recorded. Jackie Woblin. Hi, Chad. How are Hi. you? Hi. I'm okay. How are you? I'm okay. It's raining. It's been raining for days. Is it supposed <laughs> to? At least yesterday yeah. was really beautiful. But um, oh my so gosh, it was. I did a ton yeah. of walking, and it was great. But then today, yeah, the thunder that, and. Whew. Yeah. Well, you know, it wasn't as bad as it. I mean, it's supposed to start at 3 a.m., so it's not so bad. But, yeah, when it's sunny and nice, you know, you got to go then. Like, take yeah. advantage. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And it's so beautiful in Eureka Springs right now. It's just, like, gorgeous. And so um, Oh, so it's, spring is always, yeah, it really is. The, I think it's the best season. I yeah. do. I know everybody loves October, but I actually think the spring is prettier. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Well, mm -hmm. um, so before we kind of get into it, tell us, for those that don't know you, um, tell us a little bit about you. Um, wow, I don't know what you really want to know. Uh, <laughs> I want to know it all. Uh, Everything. No, you want to know it all. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, uh, my background is actually in design. I have, uh, I'm a graphic designer. That's what I really do or did. Um, my, you know, my first project, um, was working on Ninja Turtle toy packaging. So I come from that oh, background. Really? Yeah. 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 And then I went and, and, uh, did corporate business development, um, and government business development. And then I did travel incentive marketing, um, and then I've been in travel, really, in travel marketing for a really long time, um, 25 years now, basically. And wow, so, yeah. yeah, yeah, so it sort of all shifted, you know, um, there's no straight line, there's no, like, the trajectory isn't A, and then, then there's B, it was like, oh, well, there was this cool opportunity and this kind of cool thing. So I've done a lot of things, actually. And I didn't really start writing until, well... <laughs> It was kind of fun. I uh, I started a blog in, mm, I want to say 2009, I think. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I was working at the city auditorium and I. Uh, here in Eureka Re Springs, uh, right? Mm -hmm, yes, here in Eureka Springs. And my, I, uh, it was a very controversial time in Eureka Springs. Surprise, surprise. And the auditorium was under fire for a lot of things. And I was uh, fired. I've never been fired in my life, but only in Eureka Springs can you get fired. Um, and the <laughs> official reason that I was let go was because I had a blog, because I was writing uh, on the side. 
Oh, really? Well, yeah. I would yeah. think that would be another means of promotion for the city auditorium, but interesting. Okay, huh. Well, in but, that time period, so blogging was particularly, was new. It was new. And so yeah. it just, uh, it was like I, they thought I was moonlighting. I mean, I wasn't making oh, a dime. Yeah. I was just writing, you know, right, but that was like right. the official reason. That wasn't the real reason, but that was the official reason. So I like to think that I really started writing and it, I really, I really shook things up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and you've been featured in the Huffington Post, um, BeliefNet, uh, tinyvigo.com. Oh, yeah. So um, not, it's not just your blog. I mean, you, you write your blog, but you also are writing have written articles as well, I guess, kind of yeah. personal essays. Yeah, mostly personal essay for the most part. That's that's uh, that's where I go. I'm not. I'm, I was once asked to write like a uh, more of a journalistic article, and it's just I'm not interested. Um, yeah. I'm definitely interested in the personal essay, and yeah, it's been picked. I've been picked up. Um, that's kind of the fun thing about writing now is that other um, other uh, platforms will pick up the pieces that you write and that's yeah. you know it's it's not lucrative by any means but it's a nice way to get your work your you know your work out there so that yeah. so that's kind of fun yeah so i've been writing like a long like a long time yeah <laughs> no, but I think yeah. Like, like a, and, yeah and publishing so so i'm really an advocate for the self-publisher people who just like just write just put it just put it out there just just do yeah. it i think that yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's really liberating because I am of the age where publishing was definitely had a um, had a block. You know, like it, there was like there were thresholds, there were like rules you had to play by. You were gonna only get picked up by a publisher, or you were gonna, you know, you were gonna have an agent, or you were gonna, you right. know, whatever. And all those rules still do apply. They do, except now there's this whole liberation movement movement where people can just publish, and I just think yeah. that's exciting. It yeah, is. yeah, it is. Yeah, do you, it is. You, do you have a book in mind that you might self-publish, or you just? Well, I did self-publish. I self-published a small chat book this year of haiku. Oh, cool. um, oh yeah. A little bit of nice. yeah. Yeah, so I have a small chat book, which is which I was going to like, I don't know, beg to be at the writer's quality table or be part of Books and Bloom in some way, you know. But of course, Books yeah. and Bloom is canceled, I so don't I don't know. know what I'm gonna I do with it. Um, it's cute. A lot of the um, some of the work has been already um, in your publication in the in the writer's um, quality. Emerge. Yeah. Yeah. Emerge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I write non-traditional haiku now for like yeah, I write it every day, and so oh really, um, I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I write it every day, and so I uh, just you know it's practice, it's good practice, and so I uh, yeah I don't know I don't know what I'm gonna I don't know what I'm gonna do with that yet. Like I'll do something you know when so when this is all sell- over. Yeah, did you so you self-published and you have them for sale. Um, is that where they people can contact you to to buy the book? Oh gosh, yeah, they could. I don't okay. actually. I, yeah, I haven't even gotten that far, Chad. Like I, I was waiting for like May, you know, like oh. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, but yeah, if you're listening so, right now, you can go to Jack Jacqueline Wovlin. Um, it's J A C Q U E L I 
J-A-C-K-L-I-N-E-W-O-L-V-E-N.com, JacquelineWoven.com. Yeah. And there's a place where you can click on how to contact you there. So, yes, you can. Yeah, if you're interested, email her. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The book is kind of fun because it also has like how to write haikus. So I, oh, I, cool. I it's, Good. it's not just like me. It's just, but it's like how to write it because I think people are interested in writing haiku. Um, I come at it from a Zen uh, perspective. So I'm a meditation student of thirty years, and so I'm I'm looking at it from that point of view. But it's really accessible to anyone. And it's certainly not what you learned in elementary school of like 575. Although it can be if that's what you want. That's, you know, right, right. that's fine. You know. Um, but it is it's a fun, it's a really fun way to sort of capture a moment. Although during this like moment of um, staying at home, they're not that interesting. <laughs> 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 they're mostly just a lot of whining about I'm still home. I'm home. I'm home. How many times can I write? I'm still home. Yeah. I'm so home. yeah. So it's uh, a lot of my friends who are writers have been really prolific during this time, and I'm just not finding myself to be that prolific. Yeah, it's very. It's yeah. from all of the different writers that I've talked to. It's really varied. Like some are, you know, getting really productive right now. Like they're like they can really focus, and then others are just like I can't, I I can't focus on this. I don't even want to write about this pandemic, or even you know, much less, you know, I don't even want to think about this pandemic, much less write about it. You know, so well, right, and I I don't want to whine about it either. So I'm not, you know, I'm not. I just there's not a lot that I need to say. So many people have said so many things that I just I don't want to add to that noise. Like I don't yeah. feel compelled in any way. Um, and then my you know my my day job is as the Main Street director for Eureka Springs, and so I'm just super focused on making sure that our recovery is okay and and that we're going to be able to lift us off out of this. And yeah. so I do feel like going? my um, you know, it's a mixed bag. It, we'll see. I, I actually think we are, um, we're positioned to be uh, one of the better places to be able to lift off a, a, a destination, a travel destination, because right. we are small. We're small. Yeah. Um, that will help, I think. And we are kind of in the middle of nowhere. We really are. I mean, really, when you look at like the big picture, we're kind of isolated and I think that will be good for people too so so I'm hopeful um you know it's always just a waiting game there's no answers at the moment it's all just yeah. waiting and that yeah. has people uncomfortable because they don't you know no one knows yeah yeah <laughs> no, one, no everybody wants answers and there are none I mean frankly that's that's the um just the place that we find ourselves but I do feel like Eureka Springs specifically will be able to um, move forward not necessarily quicker than anyone else but with greater ease than other yeah. places and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I hope so, so. I, I really do um, and you do such great work there at the oh, main street um, and before we get into like more about COVID I also wanted to talk to you about you also do some speaking public speaking you do some workshops <sighs> Um, I do. You're open I, to doing branding and marketing for other people. Um, I do. So tell us a little bit about that. 
Yeah, so I am a national speaker, and I go, I mostly go to uh, organizations, nonprofits, and communities to work with either small businesses or um, or volunteers within their organization or, or or whatever to address a lot of issues. I just got back recently, before this all started, I got back from Wisconsin where I spoke to 62 communities in the state of Wisconsin oh, wow. about their market, yeah, about their marketing and branding. And what was so great That's about awesome. it is I had one day, a full day of speaking and teaching. Um, and then I did one-on-one -on -one consultations that next day from eight to five thirty at night. And they, they were half hour consultations one right after the other. And so, wow. um, you don't think, you know, sometimes you think, oh, what's a half an hour? But people have burning questions, and then I'm able to just answer those questions pretty quickly. So yeah. that they, you know, because yes, everything is Googleable, but sometimes that's frustrating. Like yeah, sometimes, well, you sometimes you just want to talk it out with someone who knows. Yes, you know? yes or who has seen something somewhere. One of the, uh, I'm just lucky to have the opportunity to to do that, to be able to go across the country and and talk to different communities and different small businesses and different organizations. So I see a lot. I see a lot of things that work. I see a lot of things that don't work. I see a lot of things that don't work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I'm able to pass those along. Like, don't do that. Or I saw this and that didn't seem to be working. You know, like, right, I want right. to Yeah, I want to help people not make, um, most organizations that I work with and small businesses are small. And by that, they have less time, less money. And so if I can save them time and money, I feel really good about that because yeah. that they they need that. They need you you know, you go down a rabbit hole with something to try to do something and then it doesn't work. You don't, you've wasted so much and oh, and yes. yeah. And it's a lot of reasons why um organizations and small businesses don't uh don't do things. They just don't even start because it just right. seems so daunting right. and they think they might fail and then well, I've had even a, like, I've, yeah go ahead oh well i was gonna say i've also taught all kinds of things about marketing to writers like i've taught mm. lots of sessions on marketing to writers yeah mostly for social media um helping writers create a platform and be able to deliver on a daily basis i one of our local writers um met with me a year ago and i challenged her and said, this is what I think you should do. I mean, this is just over lunch. She, you know, that I, I have to be careful. So, you know, people want to go to lunch with me and they really just want to ask me questions. But that's okay. <laughs> and, and I just said, I said, like, hey, I just want to go to lunch. Mm, it's not really lunch. Yeah, it's a work. But, but that's okay. I just helped her see that um, through consistency and through, con you know, consistency and a good brand image and creating like a simple way to create a platform, she's been able to grow pretty exponentially. And, and yeah. so that was fun. It's fun to see. It's fun to see writers. Um, it's a requirement now, whether you're self-publishing or traditional publishing, to have a platform yeah, you online. Yeah. yeah. I, it's just one of those things that it's just if you really, you know, want to get your name out there. I mean, you can do you can do a Facebook page or something like that, but it really helps to have a website that you can point people to to really be able to go. Well, in and you have to 
Yeah, you have to kind of have it all, and you have to pick what you're going to really do. One of the things I think that anyone, if writers, businesses, organizations, you know, the advice used to be, well, you have to be everywhere, and you have to do all the platforms, and now that's not the advice that I'm giving or that we're giving. It's what we're saying is, yeah, yeah, pick what you're really going to do and leave the other ones just, just. Don't have them because nothing is worse than, and you know this, everyone does. So you go to a business's Facebook page, but they haven't updated it in three years. So then you wonder, are they still even in business? It's the same with writers. (laughs) (laughs) Are they still writing? Are they dead? Are they like, I mean, you know, you know, I mean, I I think that I do. So if you're not going to update it, just shut it down. Don't even leave it. Don't leave it. Just get rid of it and pick the thing that you want to do. If your thing is Twitter, God bless you. Go do that. Do and do it, but you got to do it every day and multiple times. And do it well, yeah, 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 and do it well. And uh, so that's it's fun. It's fun to talk to people. And um, one of the things I like to do is assess where they are and then give them like um, actual things that they can do to see progress. It's really like that's my that's that's my jam is to like really see that. Okay, I can assess pretty quickly where you are. And then I can, you know, with your marketing and your branding, and then I can, I can give you what, I'm not going to do it. I don't do it for people anymore. I don't do that kind of work, but I will help you do it better. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Because yeah, no, you I'm have all the tools it. and you're just sharing it. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. you're gonna pay me awesome. for a plan basically, and then you're gonna execute the plan. Is how it works. Right, right, right. <laughs> Good. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, so, so, so your um, your uh, book of haikus is how many haikus do you have in the book? Oh, I don't know. I think there's 46, but I write a haiku every day, so I have a lot of haiku. <laughs> really? Yeah? Okay. That's I have a awesome. lot of haiku that I write. When did you get and inspired to start writing haikus? Haiku? Um. Well, my mom was an award-winning poet. Um, okay. She was. And she told me I couldn't write because, you know, there's always like family and stuff. So yeah. she told me I wasn't a writer. Um, she uh, uh, she was brilliant, but she was competitive and even competitive, uh, like with, with family. With you. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So she she had said, well, you're not a writer. And then uh, I was like, OK fine and <laughs> and then i i i um i have a mentor natalie goldberg who's a zen buddhist and also a writer and she is uh also uh, interested in haiku and so about nine years ago i i thought oh i could do this project where i write a haiku every day like i just committed to it like i'm just going to do this yeah. So I have yeah. like a, so like a three by five card. Yeah, sure. And I'm not much of a documenter. Like I'm not someone who, um, like I'm not going to take a photo every day and I'm not going to keep a scrapbook. And I mean, you should ask my daughter. I think there's like maybe 150 photos of her, of her lifetime. Cause I'm just not, <laughs> not, I know, I know, I know. I, well, you know, mom the only, and dad took like, 
a billion pictures of me. And then Tara came along and they were like, well, yeah, okay, we'll take some pictures. You know, but it wasn't like, yeah, any, like the first time. <laughs> she's my only one. And I still didn't do it. But I will only say this. We were we were poor and you had to pay to to develop film and like yeah, you yeah. don't we didn't do it like that's I mean you know we lived in the city and it was expensive and that was just like one more expense it was like yeah, yeah that's not happening <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's yeah. not happening so anyway I mean and it's just not my nature either I'm just not into it so I but I was like oh cause this is a writing project I, I won't I won't take this on as a documentation. I didn't even think of it as documentation. It wasn't until a friend of mine was like, oh, because she was reading them. Every once in a while, I'll post them on Instagram. And she was like, you're like documenting the world, like life and the world. I was like, oh, it is a documentary. Like it really? is a documentary yeah. project. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So that's kind of interesting because I can look back yeah. and read them. And go, oh, I know exactly what I was talking about there. Yeah. You know. How far back did they yeah, go? Yeah. Like it's a, how, mm -hmm. how far back did they go? Nine years. Nine years. Wow. That's awesome. There's a lot That's of haiku. Really cool. There's a lot of haiku. Yeah. That's a lot. So, <laughs> so the, my big what, project. So there's yeah, no so plural to So the plural of haiku is haiku? It's just haiku? It's haiku. It's just okay. haiku. Yeah, I'm like it's just haiku, okay. and it's all just a, a form, a, a short form of a larger, longer form of Japanese poetry, which yeah. I could tell you, but I don't remember. But it, it's just a, it's just the short, it's just the shorter form of that. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, and it makes you I, have to work really hard on being concise. Think, yeah, yeah, the right words. I mean, that's yeah. what I found, I always have found so challenging about writing them. It's like, wow, I mean, this is like, you got to really, this isn't just like, a, um, I mean, some of them, I guess, could be a stream of consciousness, but really, they're really more. So the two, right. So the two rules that I try to follow, because it wouldn't be Zen if there wasn't uh, rules or it wouldn't be Japanese if there weren't rules. So the two rules I try to follow are two of the stanzas or two of the lines can be, uh, are linked. And then the third one isn't linked in some way, or the first one isn't linked and the second and the third one are linked, if that makes sense. Cause linked only as in lines. like a rhyme or as in a, um, no rhyming. No, 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 rhyming, haiku. no okay. rhyming. No, right. no, it's the answer. So how, what do you, what do you uh, mean connected? Like, well, like it's more of a sentence, a full thought. It doesn't have to be a sentence necessarily, but it's a full, those two lines are a full thought. And then the third line or the first line is like more of a, like a clap of thunder. It's the thing that sort of like is the juxtaposition of those two lines. Okay. And then the the second rule, if or third rule, if we also have no rhyming as a rule, the third rule is that there's usually some nod to the season or nature, okay. and I try to do that, which it doesn't always, because like I have, <laughs> I have haiku about Kanye West, and so there's not a lot of nod to <laughs> nature. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, it's a um, it's fun. The other writing I do, I was going to say, the other writing I do is I do a somewhat, somewhat 
regular newsletter. And what's been interesting about that, and that's mostly personal essay or how-tos or well, and it's motivation, know, kind of, motivational too, isn't it? Yeah, it's motivational, sort of self-helpy. Anyway, yeah. the interesting thing of that is I have people who follow that all over the world. And they, and when I stop, it's like I haven't been writing during this. And um, people are like, well, you're going to send something, right, eventually? I'm like, yeah, I'm just waiting for this to be over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. interesting. So that's more of like a, so I guess I do really short form and then I do like kind of, I don't know, broadcast kind That's of. So cool. I don't know. Yeah, and you can yeah. sign up for the newsletter on your website too. Yeah, so. you can. Yeah, yeah, you can. And it, um, I'm always surprised. I mean, I, I am. Um, so this is the thing about a writer. I um, where I re started to realize that I really was a writer is that I didn't realize that people were reading it. <laughs> You're like, oh, like I knew people are actually reading my stuff. <laughs> that was weird. And then I, yes, okay. So and then I would go to like, um, I went to like the farmers market, and someone stopped me and said, "Oh, I read through all the archives," and I was like shocked. I just, I didn't even know what to say. I was just Did it make like, you feel uncomfortable? Did you feel vulnerable at that point, or were a you little like, bit? Yeah. No, I was weirded out. I realized, like, oh, oh, this is like, like, yeah, like I thought, oh, these are like the weird quirks of writers, right? Weird. It doesn't matter that I'm sending it out to four thousand people. Do you know what I mean? That doesn't yeah. cross my mind. It like, it's when someone stops me and says, "Oh, hey, I read that," or I was. Oh, I was speaking in California, and someone said, "Oh, I've been getting your newsletter for like twelve years, and you're, you know, I'm just so happy oh, that really? you're here." Oh, that's awesome. And I was really, but it is a, um, uh, yeah, it's a weird thing. I, I'm at my desk alone writing. <laughs> I'm not thinking about the reader. Right. Maybe right. other writers are nicer. <laughs> I'm not thinking about the reader at all. Like, I'm not thinking like, oh, people are going to read this. Oh, they're going to talk to me about it? That's so <laughs> weird. <laughs> That's so yeah. I realized like, like, who is the poet who like stayed at home and wore white all the time? Anyway, I get why writers are weird. You know? Yeah. They don't, yeah. they don't really want to In a very talk. good way. But it's, yeah. Oh. They're fantastic. But yeah, this whole idea that we want to go out and talk about our work or talk about our writing, not all of them, I don't think they want to do that. Not no. necessarily. Oh, are you talking about Mary Oliver? Oh, Mary yeah, Oliver? Yeah, yeah. 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 She did not, and she didn't, she was very much a hermit. She did not like making public appearances. No, and I think people, I, I, and I never really associated myself like that, but I do get it. Writing is incredibly vulnerable, even yeah. I think if you're writing fiction, because you're putting it all out there. And I yeah. think that, you know, having people have thoughts about it, whether good or bad or whatever, is a lot. I, I, so in the age of Amazon reviews. <laughs> or Goodreads reviews, yeah. I once asked uh, I asked a writer, actually a Books and Bloom writer, I said, I know you all want five-star reviews, because that's all that matters is the five-star, 
right? Not mm-hmm. a four is not good enough. And mm-hmm. and I said, but I but and I said, but, but you're are at we the mercy of here? yeah. Like yeah, but what are we judging that on? Yeah. Well, you're I mean, at the I mercy of whoever's on the internet too. You know, I mean. Yes. So, like, now I graciously give authors five stars, regardless of whether I think they're at the same level as, you know, I don't know, Shakespeare. I'll use him as the example. Like, I'm not saying that they're writing or even writing the great American novel, but I know how much it matters that they have yeah. that five star review. Yeah. But I, that's a crazy system because I feel like here this author put themselves out there doesn't matter what the work is they put themselves out there and then all of us who know nothing <laughs> i know get to, get to it's, decide. A it's a lot yeah. of work so why are we getting to decide whether it's good or bad i mean who am i you know what i mean yeah, i may yeah. not have like I don't know. I feel bad. I don't like that system because I feel like authors are vulnerable. And I can't imagine putting myself out there and having someone say something crummy. Oh, I know. Like, I don't know. I, I, I just don't know how they they deal with that because it's, yeah. it's that's, yeah. I mean, you can say I'm not going to look at it or it's not going to bother me, but I know just for myself, just when someone says I read it, I go, uh, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh. oh, and that I know that if they in the next word said, "Oh, and I didn't like it," I would be like, "Right, oh." oh. <laughs> so I just, you know, and I and I'm not, you know, I'm not particularly, you know, wimpy or sensitive in that way, but. I just think we've made a system that doesn't seem very fair to people. That's all. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. like, get, let's be a little more gracious. Yeah, absolutely. I think. Yeah. You know. Well, I don't know. So what else do you need to know, Chad? Switching gears <laughs> a little bit because we're, we're already at 30 minutes. I just mm. it's so easy to talk to you. I'm so glad you're on this podcast. Thank you. Um, oh, yeah. So how is it? How are you doing with the COVID-19 thing? I have to tell you, like. I was fine. Like I was moving and shaking and I was doing great. And then last week, the gravity and the, just the, the, the hugeness of this moment just kind of came crashing down on me. And I had a lot of anxiety and I'm still having anxiety. Um, And so that's why long walks, drinking teas, you know, going out, you know, trying to busy myself, but I'm, I'm trying to do that. But it was just, it, for whatever reason, it just struck me that, oh, gosh, everything's cha- well, going to change. <laughs> well, it's been like, you know, 39 to 40 plus days right now yeah. during this call that we've, that we've been self-isolating, basically. Um, to whatever degree that people are doing that. And uh, I think that there's just a low, you may not have been catching up on it, but I think there's just a low level of anxiety anyway. This is an uncertainty. There's an uncertainty of this. Yeah, like our collective consciousness is we're all feeling that we're all feeling the gravity because of the 
because we're all feeling that kind of anxiety. Is that what you are saying? Yeah, I think I think so. I think so. I've done a couple of things that well, we are uh, my husband and I are in a fortunate situation that. Um, <laughs> Uh, so, you know, I think we live behind a low water bridge. So multiple times during the year, we can't leave our house. So this ha- when it rains really hard, we can't cross the bridge. And okay. so we have been practicing <laughs> self-isolation <laughs> for 19 years, you know, right. since we moved here. So we kind right. of have a, we, we have a greater sense of being able to do that. And I work from home. So I had a lot of things already built in that other people didn't, right? Right, so right. That, um, I unfortunately got the flu right at the very beginning of all of this. And Do you think maybe um, it was had COVID? The, it was not. It was I, was, okay. I had to go get tested. Um, I didn't want to get tested because I was terrified that it was. I had just come from California and Wisconsin, and I was yeah. terrified. Yeah. Um, but I was so sick. I was so sick that I was debating if I really had to put pants on to go to the drive-in up clinic because that seemed like too much work. Like that's how oh, sick I was. You were so tired. Yeah. Oh. I was so sick, and my husband was like, "You have to get tested because he was so freaked out." And I yeah. automatically came up influenza A, absolutely oh, okay. influenza gotcha. A. Gotcha. Yeah. But still, I've never been so sick. And it's not really great to have a upper respiratory problem in the middle of a global pandemic. It's not yeah. great. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's very scary. So, yeah. um, so I had so, but for those first two weeks of self isolation, I just was sick. You, so it didn't just, even yeah. dawn on me till later, like. Oh, we're still at home. Like we're right. like oh, okay. We're we're and um because I've had an upper respiratory thing, my husband's been the one to go out, like go to the grocery store, go. And I've really I haven't I've really been home all of this time, um yeah. because nobody wants to hear me cough or sneeze. <laughs> like I could just imagine what they would they would look at me. <laughs> oh, I know. So I. Right. So I really think the very that. beginning um, when my I was babysitting my nephews and um, we went into Target uh, and this was like, like before they did any shut, excuse me, did any shutdowns or anything. And I had not really thought about it. But I was standing in line at Target and then this lady in front of us just started coughing. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. OK, yeah, let's, yeah. guys, let's move over here. <laughs> And I, I've never that's, done that before, you know. No, but it was like, that's what suddenly I'm, I'm like, oh, right. they're coughing. Right. They're right. <laughs> so I've stayed home because, like, like I don't, right? Because I don't want to make other people feel uncomfortable. That's not, yeah. you know, we don't want to do that. But yeah, I think there's a whole new like way we look at people. Like, are are you sick? Are you not sick? You know. I know. Um, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly, there was a day. Um, I was on a call with all of the Main Street communities in Arkansas. I think there's like 32 of us, something like that. Maybe there's more, I don't know. But we were all on a call, and they were talking about their communities, you know, like Jonesboro and um, uh, West Memphis, and and that things were still kind of open, you know, because like uh, if somebody wanted the florist was open, not like you could go shop, but she could – 
make flowers for you and deliver them. You know what I mean? And yeah, like, my life sister got flowers me. from her in-laws just yesterday, and she lives in Tulsa. And I was yeah. like, wow. yeah, okay. yeah. So it, in other places in Arkansas, it seemed like life was still happening. And then I, they were like, well, okay, let's hear from Eureka Springs. And I just started to cry because um, yeah. <laughs> I said, it's not like that here. There's right. nothing open. Like, it's not the same. It's, it's not, sad. we are, yeah. So it, it was a moment. So I get where, like, there's moments where you, where it just sort of hits you, like, of where we are and what's happening. And, yeah. Um, yeah. And how it's yeah. affecting it, so many of those, because we have such amazing businesses here in Eureka yeah. Springs and just some wonderful shops. And it's just a beautiful little tourist town that just kind of gets you away from it all and some fabulous restaurants. And it is depressing to walk you know, downtown and just to see yeah. no one on the street. When I'm used to seeing no. the sidewalks yeah. packed with people, you know? Yeah, and the, this is no one. Yeah, every time we drive through, it, it is a little, it's a little of a heart stop. It's a little of a like, wow, okay, okay. So, you know, it is, it is like that. It's like there's days that are fine. It's sunny outside. There's stuff to do. I'm going to do my work, whatever. But then it, there are moments where it just, um, you feel it. You just yeah. feel it. And I think, yeah. I think collectively, I think, I think what would be important and what I'm hoping to do, like through the work that I do is, um, I just, to be hopeful, you know, this isn't forever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not forever. And that, that there's, there's hope at the end. And, and if, if you're feeling super anxious, I do recommend people shut, down the Facebook, shut down yeah. the don't watch the news. You don't need to watch every update. You don't need to watch. Yeah. You, you don't need to read every comment. It's just that's not that's eating that general anxiety that people yeah. have. It, it, it just sends mm -hmm. you into a spiral. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, I have sort of pretty good skills like to not do that. Like, I'm, you know, like, Okay, yeah, I, I I can I can take things in doses. I don't need to do an overkill of it all. But yeah. I'm you know I'm hopeful. I I think um I think we've been fortunate in Arkansas. It's a very small state. There have been less cases here. Um, yeah. People seem to be following their own instincts of of self of care, and I yeah. I hope that that continues. I, you I know, I hope. Yeah, yeah, I need to see people, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I just hope the day comes where I can actually, like, go see you, Chad. Cause I know, just, just, let's yeah. have lunch, I just you know, coffee. Let's, I, <laughs> I know, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I just want to have coffee, I'm not, my needs are very small, like, I just want to have coffee right. with friends, I, I don't, you know, I, I don't need a whole lot of rigmarole or anything, I don't need to go to Disney World, I just want to have coffee with friends, yeah, exactly. yeah, I'm with yeah. you, I am so there, oh. yeah. yeah, well, well, yeah. we'll survive, I mean, humanity likely. will survive, what's yeah. that, yeah, yeah, human yes, I think um, fear is a way of controlling people, and remember that hope 
hope really is the light from fear. You have to have hope. Whatever it takes for you to find hope, whatever whatever avenue that you need to go down to find hope, um, yeah. I would hope that people follow that path because yeah. fear will just make you tighter and more scared. Yeah. Even if you, you just know. have to hope for hope, you know, yeah. at least you're hoping, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. at least you're getting there, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm a big believer in that. Like, okay, yeah. I, I'm just gonna be hopeful that it's gonna get better. I'm just gonna be hopeful. I don't have any answers. You don't have any answers. None of us have any answers. But I'm just gonna, and I'm not gonna feed the things that make me fearful. Right. You right. know. Yeah. Why subject yeah. yourself to that kind of thing? Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. No. No. Well, thank you for this. Thank you so much. This has been a great conversation. I'm so glad you're on. We only have a few more of these podcasts left. We're going to, um, we'll be stopping them at the end of April so that we can start to really focus on, you know, how we might be able to open the writer's colony again, because we are really so excited missing about our writers. Oh, we miss them so much, but we are, yeah. you know, putting a plan into place about like how we're going to do our cleaning and how we're going to serve meals and you know we've got to we've got to really it's one of those things that you really have to plan out you really have to think about because you want the safety of the writers and our own safety you know because writers come from all over community yeah yeah. so this podcast has been great to talk to writers but i'm so anxious for to sit in that at that front desk and welcome writers back into the writer's colony even if i'm wearing a mask (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah i figured that masks will just be our fashion statement for a while yeah that's okay. exactly yeah that's okay it's a mask but it's fashion chad <laughs> yeah exactly exactly yeah. michelle actually made yeah. me one and i got paisley's on it and i'm like oh well, this oh. is cute i like this i'll wear this <laughs> there, there so. you go yeah, yeah i think we all will have to make some adjustments that they're they're not that they're good adjustments I mean, it's not yeah. a bad thing. None of the things that you're going to do to reopen are um, too challenging. You'll be yeah. able to do it. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll be, we will and all be celebrating that soon. day. Yes. Yes. We will be. Yes. Yes. Downtown Eureka Springs and the whole of Eureka Springs will open too. And uh, yeah. we can't, you know, we can't wait for that day. So, yeah. 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 All right. Thank, you, Thank you so much, Jackie. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today for Right Now at the Writer's Colony. I'm Chad Gurley, your host and colony coordinator at the Writer's Colony at Derry Hollow. To find out more about the Writer's Colony, visit writerscolony.org. That's writerscolony.org. Until tomorrow, stay safe, be well, and write on.